Hi everyone, it's Roger and Jeremy here from What's On Disney Plus Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Wreck-It Ralph and sharing our thoughts on this classic movie. Uh, it's kind of funny for me, I literally just watched it this morning, so I am very much uh, reminded of it. And I just can't say, I love this movie. It's probably one of my favourite um, Disney movies, probably for decades. This is... And I think it appeals to me much more as an adult because of the. I have. I'm a massive video game fan. I've been video game fan for you know since I was as far back as I can possibly remember, and I grew up on these '80s games, Pac-Man, you know, Tapper. I remember being playing them at the arcade. I remember going to arcade every single week, multiple times a week, playing you know Street Fighter Two, um, X-Men, playing The Simpsons, playing you know, Mortal Kombat, the first one. So I think for me, I have that whole nostalgia thing for this movie of what it represents because I grew up doing that. And, you know, and then getting the racing cars like Sugar Rush coming in and being a little bit older. I remember that being Daytona racing and it cost a bit, it cost like 50 pence to do it rather than X-Men was like 10 pence. So I didn't play that game very much. And, you know, I, and then obviously then we get the, the whole um, space bug thing. And I, you know, I enjoy a good shooting game, you know, Battlefront, Call of Duty, things like that. You know, so I, I, when that game thing, when that whole scene starts, I instantly know what it is. I know I get all the little references. I get all the little Easter eggs. You know, I spot the characters, you know, Sonic and Mario obviously being there. But I, you know, picking things, I get all the little jokes. And it's probably why for this movie, I love it so much because I'm completely in on it. I'm, it's, I get all the references and um, is why I was so disappointed with Ralph Breaks the Internet, which we did recently as an episode, was because it didn't have any of this. This is what I loved about the first movie and the second movie didn't have it, but I just really just love the whole, f- the movie, the characters are great. The humor between um, Vanellope and Wreck-It Ralph, you know, that whole thing. The villain, I mean, I like the fact that Turbo, you know, I, you know, I like that whole aspect of what they've done and the world that they created. I'm, I like the music, even just the way that they do the music in this. Just um, really, it's a step up. Um, while I enjoyed the music from the second one, the first one feels much more iconic the way they did it. I think Owl City did some music for it as well, but it played through the whole movie a lot better. And I, I just really can't praise this movie enough. I absolutely adore it. Uh, I'm right there with you on, I can't praise this movie enough. Uh, I just watched it recently, introduced it to my son, mm. uh, my and he was just so intrigued by it. He was wanting to learn more about it, and I had to explain which video games were actual video games and which yeah. ones were created for the movie. Uh, and, you know, and it was just so it. But to nostalgia, I mean, you probably played more video games than I did. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I, I had the uh, old... My parents had an old Atari. They had the actually had the Intellivision and the ColecoVision. So yeah. I was playing some of those things. Uh, and then I, I never had a Nintendo, but I got some say I had a Sega. Mm-hmm. And so I Sonic was big for me yeah. when I saw him uh, in there. Um, and then I love the reference to Mario because while well, I didn't have a Nintendo, I know people who did. So I got to play that. Yeah. Uh, yeah and Mario is like the most iconic. And I was just like, uh, they obviously didn't weren't able to get the rights, so it's like, oh, we'll reference him, but not put him actually actually put him in. Which... Well, look, the fact that they had like their Bowser in there, yeah. and they had like the, the you know they had the mushroom and the coin boxes, so they had and they kind of referenced him being, and they referenced him being late, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean the whole thing of just there were so many games in in here, but 
in some ways it didn't matter if you didn't necessarily know them because yeah. they it wasn't but it just meant that extra level of you know it's it's a bit like one of those things of you didn't need it to be that you know walking zombie doesn't mm-hmm. you don't need to reference know who he is right but knowing what game he came from you know and having the shooting games in the arcade i knew what that character was from and right. you know, geef and all the rest of it you know it just it adds to it yeah but what uh, else did you love about the what, what about the movie I love, this is my favorite movie of the Disney revival era. You know, keep you frozen. This is the best. Uh, I just love uh, Alan Tudyk. I love Alan Tudyk. Mm. I loved him as K2SO in Rogue One, and I loved him as King Candy here. Uh, says, I will watch almost anything with Alan Tudyk in it because he is so good. And yeah, I need to watch that. Um, that the eight, the resident alien is it? He's on. That's a, a series yeah. that just started. I haven't got around to watching it yet. But yeah, he is great. Yeah, the you know he seems to be in like every Disney movie since like Tangled, I think, and uh, uh, you know he's become what uh, to Disney what uh, John Ratzenberger is to Pixar in yeah. recent years, and uh, I I love his characters in almost all of them, Frozen Two notwithstanding, because he just plays some random people. It's like we got to get him in, uh, but uh, so yeah, I loved him. I love the video games, whether you knew the games or not. There's a lot of nostalgia to growing up in there and like you said because we watch ralph breaks the internet and it's it's the difference between classic and antiquated as this ages wreck it ralph is going to be viewed as classic well ralph breaks the internet is going to be viewed as antiquated yeah it's it is i mean this i also loved it like it did seem like they like both wreck it ralph and valenope were not your typical disney characters no they didn't act like your normal you know valenope she's she's you know, the, her, the way she talks, the speeches, you know, the fact that they're playing off it, you know, that was a whole different side, you know, considering she is a technically a Disney princess, and we obviously see that in the net, later movie, she doesn't play up on that, you know, and they don't yeah. play up on that aspect too much. She's just a smart Alec kid who, and I think, I mean, Sarah um, Silverman just, I mean, I wasn't really too aware of her, but I thought she just captured this character just perfectly. And even just Wreck-It Ralph, I mean, um, him, it just works so well. And him being, you know, the baddie, and he doesn't want to be the baddie. And, you know, the, he's he's not he's not bad. He's not evil. He's not, you know, he's very simple. Um, and he just wants, and it was just, I just really enjoy that whole aspect to it. He's a bad but, guy, and that's yeah. good or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and it was, and it was the kind of thing of, yeah, it, it, made, it made a lot of sense of what he was doing. I like the little aspects to it and stuff. But for me, and like you say, it's, you know, I would much rather watch this than Frozen or Tangled or anything like that, but it, it doesn't have that same weight behind it because, you know, you go to the theme parks, there's, there's very little Wreck-It Ralph there. It hasn't, it didn't connect in the same way, but mm-hmm. for me personally, I think it definitely it connected well with me. I mean, why they haven't changed the racing car things area into sugar rush i don't know because that would have been um, a fantastic thing to have done but yeah i really just just love this movie um and i it's, it's hard to say because it's just like you know like if i was trying to think of things i didn't like about it it's it's i really struggle really mm-hmm. struggle to think of like what's one thing you don't like about it um, um it, what, the only thing i could say i don't like about it is at the end when they reveal that uh vanellope was the main character of the game and yeah you- it's like, and she's Princess Vanellope. And I'm like, oh, that's Disney having to force that in. She could have been the main character without having to be a princess. That's, that's, a, it's a small nitpick. Yeah. But that's the most I can come up with. Uh, and also, it, I, yeah, I was going to say, they, they at least acknowledge the fact that she doesn't like that. Yeah. And she 
instantly goes, nah, not for me. Yeah, instantly kind of throws it to the side, which I thought was. Um, so, but I mean, it's so bright. I mean, sugar, sugar plus land is so it is sugary sweet, and it makes and yeah. it makes it pop off the screen so much more. I mean, how um, the bug land where they go to like the Call of Duty alien thing, mm-hmm. it, it looks so futuristic. It looks so different than mm-hmm. the and then this having them, you know, when they're in um, the Fix It, Fix it Junior game and yeah. you know it's, it's it's all jumping around like an 8-bit and i just love that whole thing oh yeah <laughs> um it's funny because when we um last time we were in what disney world we went to it we had a included in in like the uk pass that we get we had a, a, access to disney quest right. and we'd been there year, i've been there so many times never been in there it was, like, it was a pouring down rain i was like let's go into disney quest and just have a look around there it's pouring rain we can't do anything it's included in the fee they're going to be knocking it down soon so let's go have a you know, and they, and they had like stacks and stacks of the Fix It Feel It Junior games all set up in the arcade in a big wreck it row. And you're certainly going, oh, this whole get this whole area is just like it made so much sense, but it's completely lost in here. Yeah. It's, it's you know, arcades are just something that are just you know falling away because you you know your your mobile phone is more powerful than most of the arcade machines. Yeah. And I mean trying to you know you go in there now and it's just full of um, gimmicky games. But, you know, for us growing up, it was where you played the biggest and baddest video games was in the arcade and you would pay a pound to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, and you used to pay a lot. And it was... It was just fantastic like that. But yeah, Wreck-It Ralph cannot praise it enough. If I mean, if I, it, this is one of those things where I would give it a five out of five because there is nothing in this movie I can fault at all. I absolutely love it. I mean... It's animation is so good that you think it's Pixar. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's it. I mean, I really thought it was Pixar until I actually saw it the first time. And I was like, oh, this is a Disney, Disney, uh, well, Disney Animation Studios. But yeah, I mean, I would give this a five out of five as well. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah, but let us know in the comments below what you think of Wreck-It Ralph. Love to hear your thoughts. Remember as well, um, Patreon and YouTube channel members get early access to these episodes as a perk of being a member. You also get to contribute to the weekly Q&As and also help support the channel from as little as uh, $2 a month, which really makes a massive difference in supporting us all. And on that note, guys, thank you very much for watching. See you guys soon. Laters. Later. Later.